What a peculiar place to have a party. You know, Dino, we really shouldn't be doing this. After all, we haven't been invited, and curiosity often leads to trouble. Presented by the good people at the Podbelly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the Central University. A study on the wise real A study on Alright everybody, welcome to episode 203 of the Art and Jacob Do America podcast. I am your host, in the place to be Mr. Jacob P. And sitting right across from me is the return of the Brown Recluse, Mr. Art Trail. We missed you last week. Actually, we didn't miss you last week. We just, our Technically, episode, I was here. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the lost episode. So, uh-huh. uh, shout out to Copper Kelly for coming through two times, being our special guest to record last week's episode. Fire episode both times we recorded it only one of them was able to save uh but the brown recluse is back the copper one is gone and the brown one is back <laughs> <laughs> say hello to the millions and millions what what's up guys what did i miss what do you guys talk about you guys talk about fucking uh... oh dude there was one thing i wanted to ask him about uh, i'm fucking bummed i missed him on that second turnaround thing but uh um I'll tell you about it later. But anyways, guys, wanted to give a shout-out to K-Man Coffee. Guys, go to kmancoffee.com. Check out their entire inventory. I was just chugging their hibiscus tea last week, so if you didn't hear that lost episode, that lost episode is gone. But on the last lost episode, uh, I was chugging some hibiscus tea prior to recording, which made me feel fucking delightful as I recorded that episode. Um, and... Uh, yeah, check it all out. They got shorts, they got hats, they got coffee, they got the cocoa butter, they got the hibiscus tea. And when you go check it out at your uh, checking out post or whatever, it's, what, what is that called? Just checking out, right? And your cart. Your yeah, checkout. you go to your checkout cart and uh, you type in America as your promo code. You will receive 15% off, which we will appreciate. You go ahead and use that. Um, and just tag us tag them it shows that you care it shows that uh, you're listening to the podcast it shows that you're supporting them and uh, we appreciate they appreciate it and so with that said everybody guys make sure you check out our other sponsor guys the great the powerful the flavorful El Yucateco Hot Sauce guys the kings of flavor since 1968 that is 50 plus years of flavor town and when I mean flavor town I mean the best hot sauce you will find on any shelf I guarantee it so 
just in case you will, just in case you don't find Elite Tecmo on your shelf, or let's just say you know you're self quarantined. Maybe 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 you didn't get the vaccine, you know, and you're just like, oh shit, you know, I licked the doorknob at Sizzler, you know, when I was dining in, and oh fuck, now I got the Rona, right? Uh, just in case you're doing that and you still want some Elucateco, let's say you lost some flavor, you know, because you, cause you got the vid. You lost your taste buds. You want to test to see if they're there. Yeah, I guarantee you get some of this triple X, go to shopelucateco.com and pro- enter promo code DOAMERICA. America is one word. And Elucateco, as well as Art and Jacob, will give you 10% off your entire purchase. And just like Caveman Coffee, they got shirts, they got hats, they got sunglasses. Guys, you it's it's about to be summertime. Summer, 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 summertime, just like Will Smith and the uh, summer, summer, summertime. Yes, there you go. Who are you talking, what are you thinking about his Fresh DJ? Fresh Prince. Yeah, what's his DJ's name? Uh DJ Jazzy Jeff. Jazzy Jeff. Just in case you want to be the Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff and get yourself some El Yucateco sunglasses, guys, go to shopelucateco.com. Enter promo code Do America and we'll give you 10% off. But guys, we are not here to talk about Will Smith and the great and powerful song Miami or the Men in Black. That was yeah. a couple episodes ago. His Wild Wild West song is pretty cool. Mm. With the wild, with the wild, with the wild, wild west. Do you know how like Walmart has like those like $5 bins? Yeah. So I went to Walmart the other day because I had to buy some supplies. And, um, you know, when you're checking out, they have like those $5 bins or whatever. So I was, you know, I was scrounging around while I was waiting in line. And they have Wild Wild West on fucking like 4K Blu-ray for $3. Oh, shit. I saw that movie at the Dollar Theater. That shit was not good. Nope. Wasn't uh, it? Was it Selma Hayek that was in that movie? Yep. I remember. So there's like a scene where like they kind of like show her butt for like a split second. And I remember thinking like, what was that all about? Like they really emphasize it like, oh, we're about to. Did you see what I just saw? That was a butt. <laughs> and it's like literally like the top of her butt, like the, the butt crack for like 10 seconds. It's it's a bad movie. It's it's a really bad movie. Yeah, and the great song. soundtrack though. Killer soundtrack. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's really bad. It's it's bad. It's really bad. Is it is it Fred Durst Limp Bizkit bad? I sadly cannot remember any lyrics uh, from that song. Um, I just wow wow west and then like sis going like that's the only parts of that I remember. I only remember the with the wow with the wow with the wow wow west and that's about it. Um, and then like Cartman like making fun of it. Like, dude, this is like t- technically this is two weeks in a row that we talk about like that late nineties thing because last week I talked about um the uh, what's his name Ricky Martin and mm. his like living libido loca and how like the dude gets like date raped in that song. <laughs> And like on the lost episode, yeah, and like he doesn't explain it later on in the song. He's just like, oh, lips of color mocha, and it's like, oh, hold on, hold wait up, you just got date raped, and you didn't talk about like it just went on to a different verse now. That's how know. we know we're in a different generation, man. Back in the late nineties, it was okay to get date raped. <sighs> What'd you do last night? <sighs> you know, you know that feeling when like you just get date raped, like Ricky Martin, <laughs> and it's, it's a crazy life, baby, huh? <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to vote for it on TRL because of that. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate. It'll make it on number seven on TRL. But Art, we are not here to talk about Ricky Martin getting date raped or fucking Selma Hayek's butt crack. You know, that'd be probably be a fire ass That's episode. a good episode. Yeah. Um, Guys, so this week uh, we were talking about this thing, this phenomenon that's been on the interwebs, on the Reddits and the subreddits and the... Uh, the four chans, if you will, if you wear your hat backwards, and the 
the the Facebooks if you're above 65 years or older you're probably seeing <laughs> this uh, but guys there's this thing called the conspiracy iceberg uh, basically entailing ice uh, the way an iceberg the one that sunk the Titanic the way it works is you see a big part of the ice on top but the big bulk of it is under the water mm-hmm. and that's how these conspiracies work they break them down from conspiracies that everyone knows about. Which we'll get into some of them, but for the most part, I'm sure you've heard of Bigfoot or Area 51 and fake news and that whole thing. Uh, we'll talk about those. Uh, but as we get deeper and deeper into the iceberg, you start hearing about random things that I didn't even know about, and I'm a pretty big conspiracy head. Which might uh, be future episodes as well. Yeah, so we're not going to get into all of them just because uh, we're probably just going to skim through most of them and just chit-chat about a few of them. Because some of them do deserve their own episodes and are pretty fun and interesting. Some of them are comical. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, what Art and I are both looking at, and if you're watching the YouTube, um, I'll post a picture of, and I'll try to post on Instagram. However, it's like a longer picture. Like, you click on the picture on Google yeah, Images. it's really long. And it's like this really long picture, and <laughs> then, like, you have to put the magnifying glass on it to to, 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 to make it fit your screen. Uh, so I'll try to get there on the Instagram and whatnot. But um, what I'm looking at and what Art's looking at on his laptop device, uh, it's called the Chart of Truth. Um, basically, it was posted on Reddit, you know, 4chan, 8chan, and whatnot. And like Art was saying, uh, it's broken down into tiers. You know, so there's levels to this conspiracy shit. So um, tier one, you know, and there's 10 tiers that we're going to review here. Uh, tier one is called Crazy Head. And there's a picture of like this goofball uh uh, tinfoil hat wearing motherfucker, you know, doing this or whatever. Um, but tier one is basically mainstream conspiracies and unsolved mysteries. Basically, like ninety percent of this podcast and uh, most podcasts. Like I yeah. would say, like the, let's be fair, homie, friend of the podcast, like a dude like Jesus, who's not. I'm sure if you asked him yourself, he would not be like, yeah, I'm some fucking tinfoil hat crazy motherfucker. But I'm sure he knows a lot about these. Mm-hmm. I think I think he would be a self self proclaimed crazy head. Yeah. So much. So check out his podcast. Shout out to him. Yeah. Words are hard. Uh, with R, not the word R, but just the, the letter. Like Toys R. R. Think of Toys, Toys R, Us. R Us. Think of Toys R Us, and then think of conspiracies, <laughs> and then you have words are hard. There you go. Uh, most of this stuff is well-documented and known to a good portion of Western citizens. A lot of common theories may be grouped in broader terms or may not even be may not even appear on the chart at all, considering their meaning and popularity. So, Art, do you want to go ahead and jump into a couple of these that stand out to you? Yeah, let me just... Uh, I'll take the ones over here. Uh, a couple of ones that I thought were interesting. I'm not going to... Uh, actually, I wrote down some that I I think we've had already as a topic. Uh, UFOs, um, obviously, you know that's uh, unidentified flying objects. Uh, big pharma was one of them. Uh, if you don't know about the big pharma conspiracy, that's essentially just uh, that there are cures to some diseases already, and big pharma just refuses to put them out because they make more money from you buying. Uh, things to keep you alive as opposed to buying the cure because obviously one cure would kind of just, you know, if they made a cure for AIDS, you would have to buy all those Magic Johnson <laughs> snake oils that keep them going, keep them alive and younger and stronger than everyone else. Uh, but, you know, that's the big pharma conspiracy. 
uh, Area 51, we did a whole two episodes, or was it one episode? One episode, one but it e- could have been two episodes. Yeah, as long we, as did, that was. we did uh, an episode about Area 51, obviously a government base that's hidden in the Nevada desert that now we know very much is there. It's a very real place, but there's supposed to be all these government exper- experiments and possible UFOs and alien contacts that happen there, all kinds of shabazz if you will you know if you were interested in air 51 go out and find i don't know what episode that was we'll say episode 69 <laughs> um but um yeah air 51 that's definitely an interesting one and then of course the one that interests me the most i am a big moon landing truther on this one and uh moon landing is very much tier one very very basic basic bitch level here um <laughs> uh, but you know if you don't know about the moon landing a lot of people think that the moon landing was fake that uh we didn't actually go to the moon that a lot of the rocks that we brought back in fact the rocks that we gave to other countries were just petrified wood that is fact uh, but a lot of the other things you know the science doesn't add up to it perhaps the um the human body cannot sustain radiation that goes through when Man it goes belt. yeah so little things like that we that, also got like the New World Order, reptilians, which we haven't really covered yet, no, uh, but it comes up. That's you know, a fun if, one. We should if if, uh, if we can ever get the uh, girls from We're Not Sure Yet to reunite, maybe that'd be a fun one. And actually, that would be a fun one with them. Uh, we got PizzaGate. Uh, we got Chemtrails. We got the Bilderberg. Uh, we got Psyops. We got um, Elisa Lamb's death. Um, you know, dude, that's become like honestly that one. I. Can I if I hear Elisa Lamb one more time, I'm gonna fucking shoot a school up. No, I'm, just, oh, <laughs> no, I'm no. kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The I'm views kidding. expressed I'm, on I'm this kidding. podcast do not reflect Jacob Pixon or jokes, anybody. Jokes, jokes, <laughs> jokes, jokes. Those are all jokes. No, but just that is one of those things. It's like I just saw the Ghost Hunter motherfuckers that have like their own like Elisa Lamb documentary now that they're like going in and investigating to try to contact her from the Caesar Hotel, and it's just like, dude, go eat a bag of dicks because like. I'm so tired of Elisa. I'm sure Elisa Lamb's family is tired of hearing about Elisa Lamb. Poor Elisa Lamb's family. I'm glad that documentary did come out though, because it does shed light on you know what what goes on on the internet. You know, and this is like going to be a theme throughout this episode where mm-hmm. you know a narrative gets told on the internet and not all the facts are presented. So uh, just like Hulkamania and '88, you know, fucking you know conspiracies run wild with a different narrative, whereas like the truth comes out. And it turns out, you know, Elisa Lamb, you know, she had a touch of the, you know, the bipolarism and wasn't taking her meds. She's trying to run from, you know, a fucking uh, a demon or something like that. And, you know, there's it's, a lot of explanation for how she got in the water tower, how she died. And it's just the, the simple fact that it's it's a lot of misinformation was out there and a lot of, you know, truth wasn't there as well. It's sadly, it's a sexier story to say that she was running from a demon and like, or a haunted hotel, or whatever it may be, than to say she was struggling with some very serious mental illnesses and possibly committed suicide as the last attempt to try to quiet the the demons inside of her own mind in a very mm-hmm. real way. Like, Correct. And then you get like a lot of f- false information about how was she able to get into the water tower? Well, you know, it, as it turns out, the person that actually found her in the water tower said it was actually open, and he closed it, so when, yeah. you know... You know, police and everybody else came or whatever. They found it closed. So that explains how they were able to get it closed. Not only that, but other YouTubers, the question of like, how did they get up there without triggering the alarm? A lot of YouTubers have done this whole thing where they just go into the hotel 
and actually make it to the rooftop without setting off any alarms. Yeah. Which must be annoying to the uh, Cecil Hotel staff if they ever do set off alarms. They're like, God damn, those YouTubers are back. But <laughs> it's Fucking just, Logan Paul. Fucking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whose voice? Oh, never mind. <laughs> uh, I just remember whose voice that was. But um, Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Kermit the Frog, yes. Um, But yeah, Lisa Lamb's on the list. Uh, there's also like... I was I was gonna say there's most of these don't hurt anybody. There's giants are on the list. The secret, the book, the secret is on the list. My mom's read that book, so mm-hmm. it can't be that deep of a conspiracy theory. That's just like if you believe if you want to put out, you can manifest whatever energy you put out there. So if you're thinking of positive things, my mom's all about being positive. Um, if you uh, if so, you want to put out positive energy, like that's the whole book, the secret, where it's like. I want to buy a new car this year. So you like constantly like have in mind the idea of owning a new, new car. And yeah. Um, also too, there's some ones that I mean, we haven't covered that kind of caught my eye on tier one, uh, Malaysian airlines flight, you know, 370. you know, that that's a pretty interesting one. Yeah. It's crazy. They never found anything for it. Um, also too, there's one called the Nibiru, uh, cataclysm. Uh, basically it's like this collision that's supposed to happen with earth and this thing called Nibiru, which is like another planetary thing or whatever. It's supposed to eradicate, you know, the whole entire planet. Um, and there's a lady that, you know, got information from Zeta Reticuli Uh (laughs) from aliens (laughs) that said that this is about to happen. You guys need to get on, you know, uh, Elon Musk spaceship, uh, and get onto Mars as soon as possible because earth is going to be, uh, in 2013 is going to be no more. Obviously that happened and we yeah. are now, you know, dealing with all of that. Uh, but it, it, like Art said, it's some very basic bitch. Very shit. basic stuff. Big Multiverse foot. is on here. Multiverse is kind of, I would say that's the first one to have like a seed that might lead you into other things. Multiverse, the idea that there's multi universes happening all at once where in one Jacob does not have a mustache. Ooh. And that's the only difference in that one. He's but a good boy. There is one here, the Pad Padma McCord, on here um that one i actually added that one to our we have a, like a little list of things that me and jacob share where we can see what topics are on the list i added that one on there a, a couple of weeks back and i was surprised that that made it on here because that is an obscure internet mystery that perhaps deserves its own episode down the line perhaps there you go so you ready for tier two yeah let's go tier two tier two called the deep researcher so this is probably like where art and i might live maybe more towards tier three as the episodes go on Uh, but it's called the deep researcher theories and twilight zone level stuff most of these entries can easily be studied through the use of mainstream the mainstream media the lamestream media the lamestream those liberals in the lamestream media shout out to the denver news station um anyways (laughs) through the internet television radio etc but they require a good grasp on how the world works to be fully understood common people rarely go this deep so uh grandma you know that's on facebook that's still sending you emails about how her day went she's probably not going to be on tier two yeah my mom is reading the secret but she ain't reading the fucking let me see what this is uh she's not going down the mk ultra (laughs) Uh, which, by the way, like MK Ultra, have we done an episode on MK Ultra? We touched upon it, like I believe, like on Charles Manson, but we haven't done a full on. Uh, I believe Ted Kaczynski as well. Like we touched it, we yeah. kissed upon it, but we haven't fully gone into a- it. MK Ultra probably deserves its own episode, but definitely, you know, one of those things. Fluoride dangers. We definitely did an episode about fluoride. Another one of those things that affects your pineal gland. It like basically creates calcium around it that lets you not access that creative 
side of your brain, the that rebellious side of your brain when you're a teenager and you just want to travel and like be the next Che Guevara. And as you get older, you're like, you know what? I better work on my taxes tonight and uh, just order some Domino's pizza and we'll call it a <laughs> night. <laughs> um, but you know, that's that's the whole fluoride in the water thing. Um, couple of them that i just i highlighted on mine cicada 3301 we did an episode about that that's one of the topics that i'm like very passionate on i find really interested in if you want to hear some wild internet mysteries uh go back and listen to our cicada 3301 episode still one of my favorite episodes we ever did basically one of the weirdest internet mysteries a scavenger hunt created from the internet born in the internet but actually bleeds onto the real world and creates like this whole mystery um oil pit squid is on this Mm. Um, oil pit squid is one of the most interesting things I think are on this list and it's underrated that that I didn't want to look this one over because essentially in landlocked I think it's Kentucky mm. um, in an oil rig they found squids living in the oil Oh wow! and basically they don't know how that happened there's no such thing as landlocked squids Um so especially living in toxic oil, the oil itself so had they to were become alive. Yeah, they were alive, and basically they don't have an explanation. They basically shut out the company that owns that. Um, government shows up, says, "Hey, this is a toxic environment. We need to shut this down." And that is all we know is that they they found squids living in the oil from like toxic oil. Fucking weird. Definitely, probably. I don't know if it deserves its own episode because there wasn't that much information on it. But definitely, definitely wanted to touch on that—the fact that um, that oil squids were a real thing, a very, li- very much indeed living creature. Um, one that I thought was also oil-related: the L.A. oil yes. rigs. Yes. Fucking nuts! Because we've been to L.A. so many times, mm-hmm. and I didn't even know about this. But apparently, there's like fake buildings in L.A., and apparently, this one's not even a conspiracy. Like this one's real. a true thing. This is real. We're like. Um, you know, we live in Bakersfield, and you see those fucking like oil rigs up and down. They're kind of a, you know, not the most pleasant sight. But you grew up in Bakersfield, and you get used to seeing them. Mm-hmm. But apparently, if you grew up in L.A. and you don't like seeing those things, they just build a fucking building around them, so it looks like oh, that's just a Jay Z Penny that I've never been to. Apparently, inside that Jay Z Penny is a bunch of oil rigs yep. just hiding away, so they don't fucking bother you. And actually, my next door neighbor, he's worked on a ton of those, and he was actually the first person to put me up on game on this stuff. Um, it's right around the same time we started this podcast, and he was telling me about, you know, yeah, bro, like, I had to go out to L.A. I believe it was Inglewood, uh, where there was, like, a mall. Like, here in town, there's, like, the East Hills Mall, where it's, like, an abandoned mall uh, that went out of business. He goes, yeah, bro, there's this mall, like, it used to be a swap meet, and then it just went out of business. And they just started putting, like, they found oil, I guess, so they put, like, a bunch of, like, oil rigs in there. And then, like, <laughs> I guess they all, like, the... um the utility companies, they also do this as well, where, like, you'll have, like, a legit neighborhood, like, where, you know, you have family houses and whatnot, and there'll be just, like, one vacant house. Uh, and he was telling me, too, he goes, yeah, bro, like, one, you know, in my darker days, bro, like, we broke into this house because we <laughs> knew it was abandoned, eh? And uh, he was telling me he broke in there, and, like, all you do, you just see, like, a bunch of meters and stuff. So, like, he was like, man, this is some fucking uh, 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 Stranger Things shit, man. I thought, like, <laughs> 11 was going to pop out and give me a bloody nose. And I was like, hey, I say, like, it's time to bounce, hey. Like, but, like, it is a real thing. Like, where This and- whole thing is, like, a Stranger Things. Like, those Demogorgons or whatever that mm-hmm. they found. Like, that's those fucking oil squids that they're finding <laughs> down <Yeah>. there. <laughs> Pretty much, huh? <laughs> God damn. 
But yeah, and then like even too, my girlfriend, she's from LA. She was born and raised in Hollywood, uh-huh. and she said, "Yeah, too. Yeah, like there'll be buildings. Like it looks like a, a Hollister building. Like they'll put fucking brand names on there. Although, or they'll just have. There's one actually on uh, the Sunset Strip." where they there's a bunch of famous billboards like where you know the new tv shows coming out or a movie or whatnot the avengers had like a big ass billboard on on it one day she goes yeah it's just a building where there's like an oil rig in there and it's just forever like you can try to go into it because it it presents itself as a storefront but it's just a fucking oil rig that's fucking crazy it reminds me of like downtown disney where like there are stores in there but most of that shit is just a fucking backdrop to nothing yeah it's like fucking crazy like i mean that one's true like already problem solved there you go um a couple of them that that were on here when the tulpas i was on this list i didn't even know what a tulpa was Mm -hmm. uh i found it to be pretty interesting apparently it's the idea of having like a second mind basically like separate from your thoughts and actions like you know if you're taking a shit that's obviously your like main action but for the most part a tulpa is like this manifest manifestation of having like almost like a second person living in your brain where oh, wow. you can create like a second identity where it's like separate from, from yourself. It's crazy. And it, there's actually some truths to it. And, and like, like, you know, split personalities and things like that. Like some people access that and it actually does create split personalities, but I guess it's the idea that you can create your own split personality kind of thing. I don't know why you would want to do that. But uh, Jim Carrey and me, myself and Irene. Yeah, I I was like, that's pretty interesting. I'd never heard of that before, but um, yeah, Crystal Skulls are on the list. Dude, definitely, that's a future topic. Definitely, I put that one on the list. Crystal Skulls definitely deserve their own topic. Saturn's Rings. Did you find anything about that? I saw it, but I didn't look too much into it because, like I said, this list is very overwhelming, and it was one of those ones I wanted to look into. But I know it probably has something to do with like fucking. Satanism. Yeah, I was like, oh, fucking UFO. They're not real rings. They're like fucking chocolate candy bars by alien. I don't know. It's chocolate starfish and yeah. hot dog flavored water just <laughs> circling Saturn. Um, there's Bohemian Groves on here. And in black. Mm-hmm. The we boy don't. in the box. Boy in the box might deserve its own episode. It's a pretty interesting story. Uh, one that really stood out to me, and it's something that I remember being like a kid. Like I don't know how old I was, maybe like three or four years old. And thinking this, I, on the list they presented as, my red is not your red. And I remember asking my grandma when I was little. Oh, sorry, I didn't know that was your foot, my yeah, bad. Me and our playing footsie <laughs> over here. Um, I remember asking my grandma when I was little, I was like, hey, so the colors that I'm seeing, how do we know that that's the same color that you're seeing? We both identify that this is red. So Art right here in front of me, for anybody that's not watching the YouTube video, uh, he has this orange, you know, uh, uh, water bottle right in front of me. Now, we both identify it as orange, but the orange that he's looking at might differ from the orange I'm looking at. And I've always wondered it, and I was like, but there's no way for sure that anybody will be able to tell me, say if that's real or not. It because, I mean, unless Apple or fucking, you know, uh, Elon Musk is able to figure this out. Like, nobody is going to have, you know, the ocular receptors that I have. So, yeah, we both identify that this color is orange, but maybe Art's orange is a little bit different or his red is a little bit different. We just identify it. It explains why different people have, like, color preferences. Like, you know, someone can really like, like, neon yellow, and it's like, oh, it's such a terrible color, (laughs) but, like, maybe your neon yellow is closer to, like, what my, I don't know, like a blue shirt would be. Yeah. And that's why you like it. I don't know. Yeah. So I always tripped out on that. So like that's tier, like a tier two level 
conspiracy, I guess yeah, you could yeah. say. And then one too that I saw that kind of tripped me out a little bit that I went hold down a whole rabbit hole about is the Patterson Gimlin massacre. And I just figured Oh, from the the guy from the Bigfoot films? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know about this one. And it took a while for me to get to it, but once I did find it, like it was a it was it was a fucking rabbit hole. Um, but basically Patterson Gimlin, everybody knows the, the big, the famous Bigfoot footage. And that's uh-huh. what I thought it was going to be. Just this is all news to me. So I never heard this one before. Ooh, finally get to put art on game. I know. Um, but basically there's a picture that exists, um, from one of the reels or so, from some of the film of, uh, Oh, I can't already know what you mean. So there was some blood prior to the actual footage. Mm-hmm. Is this where they believe that they might have massacred the other Bigfoots and then that was the last Bigfoot they just let them get away? No, that ran away from them. Oh. So, yeah, I guess there's this whole conspiracy that, you know, the reason why you don't see Bigfoots is because Patterson and Gimlin, like, massacred, like, this family. And I guess they found, like, or there's pictures um, of, you know, the hides that they skinned and then they ground up the bones and sold them to China to, like, make, like, medications and stuff. Like, this is a whole super deep dive. And there's actually shirts on sale on one of the websites. <laughs> I almost wanted to buy it, but I was like, oh, there's no way it'll get here in enough time for the episode. But I thought that was super interesting as well. I mean, I think it's bullshit. Yeah. But um, that's a, such a fr- So I had heard about that, but I feel like that's one of those like really fringe things that I had just heard in like passing. Mm. I didn't, I, as you said it, I was like, oh, that's what, it, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of like interesting topics on here. I feel like the butterfly effect, you know, people have heard of those. There was one that I just saw, and I was like, "Oh, I got to bring that up really quickly." Um, maybe it's 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 gone. It's 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 dead. Um, there's clown sightings. Oh, that's actually the one I want to bring up. Clown sightings. So apparently, there's this belief that like, although there were clown sightings, nobody knew like the actual persons that were doing them. It happened for like a year span, and then bam, they were gone. I do like want to point out that here in Bakersfield, like, or was it Taft that they were doing them in, or something like that? Wasco, Wasco, the Wasco clowns. Like, it was done for like an art project. Like, they very much knew who they were doing them. So I just want to put that one, put that one to rest really quick. And I almost think too, if it was any time around, like when they were getting ready to release uh, the mo- the remake of the movie, it, it might have something to do with that as well. True. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. So you want to jump into tier three? Yeah. Tier three, <laughs> tier three. The truth agent. Yeah. Is that what I have here? Yeah. So it's a point of no return, and then it has like some motherfucker with like, uh, you know, bleeding eyes. Like think of uh, Johnny Depp and Once Upon a Time in Mexico, where he loses his eyes. <laughs> that's a true. That's pretty, this is the point of. At this point, you pretty much, if you know about these, you're probably very much into conspiracies. Mm-hmm. And sadly, I knew a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the point of no return. Some of this knowledge will make you appear and act like a lunatic to normal people's eyes, but it's only the beginning. If you are still here, you might want to study and research more. Follow your path, Eddie Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> These are very much Eddie Bravo-ish. Uh, want to point out a few that like caught my eye. The Bloop, who w- when we did the episode of Strange Sounds, Strange Recordings episode, the Bloop mm-hmm. was one of... The things that, that show up there, obviously the bloop is the one that's like this strange sound. Nobody knows what it is. It's like this Leviathan type sound that's recorded underwater. Uh, nobody knows what it is because it's too large to be any living or known animal under the wa- under Earth. Sinkholes, very interesting. Very true. It's a real occurrence that uh, they're kind of unexplained because you know they're built under 
under any part, li- literally any place on earth, a sinkhole can just open and like suck you in mm-hmm. to nothingness of hundreds and hundreds of miles to the earth. And it seems like they happen a lot in LA, to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> um, also too, uh, you got uh, the Denver airport, uh, which is an Art and Jacob to America classic. Yeah. We cover that one. Uh, there's DMT beings. That one freaked me out. Like that was a rabbit hole I'd regret going down because now <laughs> there's like there's like interdimensional beings that like live like in your fucking third eye and shit. Um, there's porn control uh, where they're you know manipulating people's actions through p- the porn industry. It's kind of like a form of hypnotism. Um, the KKK was funded by the government. Which, I mean, like we were saying uh, before, there is some truth to this. Um, Not explicitly. It's not like Congress all met up and decided, like, hey, we're going to set some money aside to to the KKK to go burn fucking crosses in people's uh, lawns. Uh, But there is truth to it. You know, there's a lot of politicians that had, you know, ties to the KKK and other white supremacy groups. Um, You also have um, things that I thought were pretty interesting um, like there was speaking of like white supremacy, uh, there's a whole forest in Germany uh, called the Swastika Forest. Or oh, Swastika right, that Street. one's super interesting. And you look up pictures of it; no longer exists today uh, because you know there's been a lot of council culture people <laughs> that went in and chopped, <laughs> uh, put on their best flannel uh, uh, attire and fucking chopped those things down like Paul Bunyan and shit. Uh, but there was a whole forest uh, in the middle of Germany that had like you see like this forest of like green trees and then like right in the middle of it like there was like these white yellowish trees that formed like this swastika in the middle of the forest and it started to appear like right as like Nazism like took effect like in you know Nazi Germany. You know what's super interesting? So in Berkeley, California, they found one of those. It wasn't like that. So that one only exists like half of the year. Like when those t- the trees are turning green, the rest of the year they just go back to, or sorry, turning yellow. Mm-hmm. The rest of the year they're just green. They blend into the rest wow. to, to the nature around them. But apparently in, in Berkeley they did that too, and they don't know who did that one. But there's another swastika in Berkeley, and they did not cut those down. They're still there. So super interesting. I always I always want to go up there, but that's also like weed country, and apparently like, they're very serious about being in their like in their mountains. So okay, I'm kind of scared. Don't want to touch it. Um, <laughs> uh, Lake Balka is a, a, a topic that I think does deserve its own episode. That is one of the oldest and deepest lakes on Earth. It's in Mother Russia, of course. Um, and I think uh, if you've ever heard of the experience of underwater, like not UFOs, but un un basically ufos underwater yeah um <laughs> uh, if you've ever heard of that topic essentially that that's what they're talking about there that people have experienced and seen underwater creatures there fucking crazy definitely deserves a deeper dive i just wanted to touch on that one just so people don't think we forget about that and then when i looked at too um it kind of mixes into uh a missing 401 episode that we did. It's all missing children forest. I guess there's a forest where children go missing. Oh, right, right. It's pretty much like every fairy tale you ever heard growing up. Um, uh, there's also um, feral children, which kind of like mixes into that as well, where, you know, you have like whole populations of just like just children like running around, homeless children clans, like almost like fucking uh, Peter Pan and shit. Um, did you look into Mexican sugar dancing? No, what's that? I didn't look into it. I literally just saw on the list right now, and I was like, that sounds fucking weird. It sounds delicious, though. <laughs> um, but, yeah, one of the ones we talked about before we started recording was Arnold's Real Height. Mm. 
and I just thought that one was really funny because there is this whole online conspiracy about how when Arnold is standing next to certain people who are like known to be, let's say, five foot eight, yeah, he'll be like a little bit shorter than they are, and then sometimes he'll be standing next to someone who is like six foot two and he is like the same height that they are. So people are always like, so what is Arnold's real height? Because uh, these pictures aren't adding up. And it seems like to fluctuate as well. And I never thought put any weight to it. Like, I just figured like, okay, Arnold's like the biggest man in the world or whatever, right? But like when you do, because when I looked at that last night, like when I was doing my like brush up research, uh, you do see pitch. He's li- on Google. He's like listed as six foot two. And I was like, wait a minute. He can't be that tall. My cousin Keith's six one. And I kind of feel like Arnold's like either like maybe a scotch below that. Or maybe maybe at his tallest, like just right at that level, with his like dress like platform shoes on. I always put like in my mind, Arnold's like a good healthy like five ten. That's not like short or anything like that. Five ten or five eleven. Uh, but I did see that like where they would show pictures of him like next to Danny DeVito, who's like five foot even, and he's not that much taller than him. And then you would see him uh, in pictures like next to like Shaq or Charles Barkley or The Rock, who's like six five or whatever, and he looks very much every bit of like six two or six three. Huh. So it makes me wonder. And then I thought back to uh, one of my trips as a child to Hollywood where, you know, that Grauman's uh, Chinese theater where he has, like, his footsteps in there. And it's like a baby's foot? It's like a size nine. <laughs> and I'm, like, a size ten and a half. And uh-huh. I'm fucking five eight as shit. You know what I'm saying? And if my if my foot's bigger than Arnold's and he's six foot two, like, that that's that's a weird... For being the most... Because he got famous for being, like, the most proportionate uh, bodybuilder. Like, that was, like, the whole allure. Like, he was, like, the perfect, ad, perfect Adonis specimen. Like, that's what made him as a bodybuilder so special. Like, he was the closest to, like, symmetry as possible. Which throws me off thinking about it. Like, somebody being six foot two and only having, like, a size nine shoe... That's very disproportionate shit. Yeah. You know, I just remembered uh, my sister had a picture with Arnold Schwarzenegger from from a few years back when he was the governor. And there, so my sister's not that tall. She's probably like six foot five, six foot six. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. Five foot five. <laughs> five. No, she's a fucking giant. She's like five foot five, five foot six, somewhere right around there. And I'm a little bit taller than she is. I'm five nine. So, and they looked, he looked about the same height that I would be if I were staying next to her. So I'm starting to think this motherfucker's only like 5'9", five 5'10", five at the most. Wow. And he's been fucking staying on shoeboxes this whole time. That are just like platforms. Um, Kane, uh, the wrestler Kane, um, he's, he was always billed as like a seven foot giant or whatever. Uh-huh. But I remember when we went to WrestleMania when it was in San Francisco a couple years ago. He had, um, he just had like flip flops on, and like there's this thing called access where it's basically like meet and greet with all the wrestlers or whatever, uh-huh. right? And I'm like, oh shit, I want to meet Kane. Like, it's like one of your, your, my favorite wrestlers, you know, as a kid or whatever. So I go up to him and I'm like, wow, you are not seven feet tall. Bro, you're not the real Kane. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was the real Kane. Uh, but he was standing there in flip flops. And one of the guys in line was saying that too. He's like, wow, he's a lot shorter in person than you would think. And then, like, this, like, one of those, like, nerd, nerd dudes, like, uh, you do realize that uh, when he's in the ring, they have platform boots on, you know, you know, pushing his glasses up and whatnot. Oh, man. And you go back and you watch, like, old matches, like, with Kane and The Undertaker, and you're like, oh, shit. To make him look bigger, like, they have, like, these lifted boots on. That's pretty sad. It is. It broke I, my fucking heart, dude. 
Dude, I mean, six foot nine is still a fucking humongous yeah. motherfucker, but at the same time, you're like, oh man, like that's LeBron James size. He's not a giant. Yeah, yeah, man, that's pretty tall though. God yeah. damn. I was trying to look up some of these other ones that were on the list that I never heard of before, like Grey Goo. Um, never heard of that. Porn Control. They're doing a bad job. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Some of these definitely like definitely deserve its own DMT beginnings. Beings. Oh, beans. Sorry. Uh, yeah, that's I gotta ask Joe Rogan about that one. <laughs> but I mean, that's a real thing that people experience dnt beans of like you know going down these trips and where you actually like experience these like like very much living life forms that people will talk about being life-changing to your actual like once you end once you once the high is gone like they very much change you for the rest of your life some people think like they're their ancestors or whatnot uh if you're homer simpson it's a coyote voiced by johnny cash yeah (laughs) (laughs) is that true he voiced it yeah that now, was Johnny, Cash? Johnny Cash was like, I don't want to be just like some regular ass, like, uh, you know, character. Michael Jackson did this as well, where he's like that big fat dude that was yeah. in mental prison. He's like, I don't want to be just any old character on The Simpsons. And so he's like, I want to be something special. And so that's how you get him as the coyote. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I like that. I didn't even know that was him. Yeah. That's cool. You want to go to tier four? <laughs> yes, let's go to tier four with that awkward moment. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, tier four, adept of secrets. And so the picture, and anybody not watching the YouTube, you get this big old Saruman-looking motherfucker, you know, looks like he's about to, like a skinwalker or something, actually, I should say, you know, walking down the Valley of Death, uh, about to meet Coolio uh, in Gangster's Paradise. Uh, but basically, it's occult leanings and mysteries of lower of lower tier that apparently seem to be innocent start to become more sinister. You begin to see patterns everywhere, realizing you only dipped your toes in the conspiracy world. Very few people believe or have been heard of stuff from this level. So, Art, you want to go ahead and jump into some of the Tier 4 stuff? Yeah, so a couple of the ones that I wrote down here that I thought were interesting were uh, Comic-Con Children Recruitments. Oh, wow. Uh, what that one, I, I thought it was pretty interesting. So apparently... Um, Comic-Con is a big convention that we have here in Southern California. I think there's a New York Comic-Con, but the big one here is in San Diego, I believe. Yep. Um, and apparently a lot of kids go missing there every time that it happens. And it's just this really underreported thing where people either think that, you know, they traveled here from all over the world and now they've gone missing. Maybe they decided not to go back to their home country or home state, whatever it may be. And a lot of people think that the government is recruiting some of these kids, some of these for I don't know what reason, or kidnapping these kids. Um, Or maybe some cult is organizing something to, like, recruit some of these kids. Maybe, like, they're like, oh, hey, there's, like, this after party. Do you want to go? And then they just take very much tying into that whole, like, adrenochrome or whatever it may be. The Democrats. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. But apparently that that is a thing where kids, a large number of kids, go missing after these Comic-Con conventions. Um, Another one that really sticks out to me is the MR. M-I-R cult, uh, the meet in real life cults. Um, that one I thought was really interesting just because um, a lot of the cults that are created now are not created in real life. Like we talked about like Jim Jones recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but the internet has become that new place for like meeting people and like, you know, similarly, similar minded individuals that want to come together and have these ideas and beliefs and those cults very much move on to real world events and like although they're created online they decide to meet in real life and do like 
either crazy real life things or whatever it may be. But I, that one's not even a conspiracy. That one's like a real thing, like mm-hmm. very much a real thing. Um, red rooms are on this list. Yep. Um, red rooms. You know, if you want to go into a deeper dive on red rooms, we did talk about it on our on our deep web episode. Um, if you don't know what, I'll give you the cliff notes here. But basically, um, a red room would be an online chat room where someone would pay. Usually they say a monetary level of like, let's say $5,000. If once we get this up to $5,000 in Bitcoin, a live stream will begin where we'll, people will start either beating someone or request until they kill someone on like li- a live stream. And that's essentially a red room. Mm-hmm. Pretty dark shit. We're starting to get into some darker shit. So if there's kids in the room, you might want to fucking not. Earmuffs. Yeah, you might want to shut that shit off. The other one I thought was really interesting on this list was um, meat showers. Oh, yeah. And, like, meat showers is a real phenomenon uh, that still kind of happens to this day where people don't know what the fuck is going on. We're randomly shower a shower of meat, random, like, whether it be a tornado or a hurricane caused it to, like, randomly take a meat meat factory (laughs) from one part and now it's happening in another part of the world. It's possible. Yeah. Um, there's also been like showers of, of frogs, showers of spiders, showers mm-hmm. of um, very like biblical. T- yeah, I was gonna thing. say. I was gonna say this isn't something that like just originated like on the internet on 4chan or HN. You look at the holy texts, and this shit is in there. You know, you got yeah. you got fucking frogs and shit like uh, gay frogs. Uh, being these gay sh- frogs, yeah. these gay frogs are being uh, showered upon. You know, weird ass places like in the middle of Egypt. You know what I'm saying? Like frogs are always going to live like where it's like nice and moist or whatever. Like in the middle of the desert, like you get stories of like frogs just fucking like showering down upon people. Uh, there's also like fish showers as well. I don't know if you saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which I feel like those are the most plausible ones where it's like a hurricane must have swooped those motherfuckers up and then just dumped them in like missouri now and when i was going down that rabbit hole like there are actually fish that you know jump out of the water uh and you know landlock you know landlock themselves uh you know trap themselves on the land um and they muddy mud skipper their way back you know into like an ocean or a river or whatnot and sometimes that happens like in mass migrations where you get like this whole like just I'm sure, I'm sure everyone's seen Blue Planet or fucking Discovery Channel where you see, like, those large schools of fish or whatever. Uh, a lot of those fish, like, will be in the ocean and then they'll, you know, find themselves on the land. And then, like Art was saying, you know, a hurricane or something will happen where it'll pick them all up, throw them in Kansas or some shit like some that, which is super tsunamis, weird. Tsunamis, yeah. Yeah. A tsunami. It's like the whole butterfly effect, but, like, nature-wise. Like, a fucking tsunami or hurricane in another part of the world is going to affect what's going on in fucking... Redneck Kansas. Yeah. It's rain meat. <laughs> Mega fake Kansas. It's rainy man and it's rainy meat. Uh, but yeah. Th- <laughs> it's I mean, rainy man. <laughs> that's Indiana with fucking Mike Pence was governor. Uh, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, I saw a Nexus 7 on here. I didn't, I don't know what that is. I own a Nexus 7. That's one of my tablets that I have. So oh, wow. I don't know if that means like my Nexus 7 is like fucking giving out all my information to the government or whatever but maybe i shouldn't own i'm gonna go smash that nexus 7 when i get home yeah you might want to flush that i down should just toilet. i should just bought an ipad i don't know what i was thinking correct yeah <laughs> I start from the top baby um also to tor uh speaking of the dark web or uh-huh. whatever tor is owned by the government it, it's true so this thing i just noticed at the very top of this list it says uh updated on march 2018 do not repost on reddit 
Um, so that says at the very top of this whole iceberg thing. So this is a 2018 when that was a conspiracy theory. And now in 2021, it is no longer a conspiracy theory. We Now we know that that is true. true. Even when we did our uh, Deep Web episode, we didn't know that that was a conspiracy theory. It's crazy. Yeah, so things change. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, we did a couple of weeks ago or a couple, a couple months ago now, like where we revisited some of these uh, conspiracy theories. And before, like, I did any, you know, research on this topic, like, I was like, okay, I'm going to lean into this one and say that all conspiracies, like, if you believe in conspiracies, you're of lower intelligence or you have, like, a vendetta against society or whatnot. And for the most part, like, 90% of that, that is the case. But for some of these, like, I believe on one of the lower tiers, like, tier three, uh, one of them was, you know, CIA, you know, selling drugs that very much happened in the 70s 80s and part of the 90s like when we get whenever we do the episode like on the crack epidemic that was very much something that happened like during the reagan administration where you know the cia they were doing some shit you know i ran contra all this other stuff where basically at the end of the day i mean it's not so black and white that this happened but in in a sense in a roundabout way the cia was dealing drugs yeah um which is true it's a true conspiracy the very word to conspire like that's what happened here yeah no no you're 100 percent right um let's see uh haunted location world map um that's on this list uh, i mean we just did the uh the castles last week mm-hmm. uh leaped in castle or leap castle leap castle what was it called i forgot what it was called when it was like in fancy when it was written in like scottish or like gaelic gaelic it had like a really long, a much longer name, but I can't remember. Let us a whole island or some S- shit like that. Something like that, yeah. Um, but yeah. I, Don't I, cancel me, Ireland. Similar to when we did the 37th parallel, apparently there's like this whole thing about like haunted locations and like stronger areas where like you're more likely to have a haunted location than others around oh, the world. And like. Yes, I forgot to bring that up last week. Ley lines. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, Leap Castle and I believe Loftus Hall. A few other castles within Ireland, they all fall within like a like par- parallel lay-, lay lines. You know, it's one of those things that it sounds like what the fuck that doesn't make any goddamn sense. And then you actually start doing more research on it, and it's like it's one of those things that makes you say, hmm. mm-hmm. "I'm not saying it's true. I'm not saying I believe in ghosts." But definitely, as you dive deeper and. As I said before, as when we started doing this podcast and Jacob would tell his ghost story, I'd be like, that's not true, man. <laughs> but as time has gone on and like, you know, not just the idea of ghost and like this black and white, well, that's what a dead person turns into a, a fucking ghost. Uh, maybe the, more of an idea of like, there's like interdimensional things that my brain is not capable of understanding and, uh, you know, finding patterns and coincidences. Like sometimes that shit is like, very much should be very much of interest where it's like if i wasn't good at math but i understood every time that these two numbers this other number appears that's a pattern and (laughs) you should probably look into those and maybe that's not considered learning but definitely something you you should look into because sometimes two plus two equals four so there you go just saying all right so tier five let's go tier five yeah so tier five uh animaster um, and again, to make another Marvel reference, because some motherfucker looks like he's uh, the Silver Surfer or that movie <laughs> Powder, like where he looks up at the like lightning oh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, this is the picture they give here for that. Uh, this kind of knowledge is often hidden in plain sight or can be found in very ancient texts. After meticulous researchers 
research that may take dozens of years. From this point on, sane people have a hard time even understanding most of these concepts. The journey starts here. So surprisingly, this is actually where I had the most issues, like knowing any one of these. Uh, obviously, 24 hours in a year, I had heard about that, but I didn't know that much. About, or sorry, 24 hour year. Um, so yeah, I didn't know that much about them. Cat nuns, I kind of knew about a, a little bit about them, so I'll just go ahead and tell cat nuns. Apparently, there's like this uh, monastery. Um, where these nuns, for some reason, started communicating to each other in meows. And then it became like a thing where like they would only talk to meows even when they would go into town to buy things. They would just meow to each other. And apparently they had to get the military to go find out what was going on with them. And for some reason, they all just started meowing. Uh, and they never really solved it. It could have just started as one of those things. Like, what was the thing, the the dance syndrome, where, like, one person started dancing, so everyone in the town started dancing oh, until, like, they died? Kind of like mass hysteria. Yeah, yeah. so it could have been a case of just mass hysteria. Like, you know, like, if one person's doing it, everyone wants to do it kind of thing. Like, fucking, uh, that's how Drake got popular. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, I mean, it could have been one of those things. But some of the ones that I wrote down here, and I actually, this is the part where I actually started having to do research. Um, was Enogram, um, an online personality game where you apparently have to, like, dig deeper into, like, freeing your mind. So it's a, it's a real game. An Enogram is a real game that gives you, like, a personality traits, and then basically it gives you, like, you're this type of person. Well, apparently, like, that's based on, like, old school, like, alchemy and, like, all these things. So it's very much more than just, like, a fun little game. It's supposed to be more, like, a way to like free free your spiritual like you're like free your mind yeah eventually it's I guess it's supposed to be something like that rockmen or rock apes um I thought this one was super interesting I never heard about this one um American GIs during the Vietnam War in 1979 kept reporting that they were seeing like rockmen or rock monkeys um throwing rocks at them sometimes they would throw grenades at them and the rock monkeys would throw them back oh wow. And uh, so much so that they did. The United States had a campaign to go in there to see what was going on. Like, who were these rock men? Um, but they were just, the area was pretty rocky. <laughs> um, and they were saying that they were probably just hiding in the holes or whatever, like the rock men. So it was just kind of a really interesting thing. For someone that's so into, like, Bigfoot and cryptics, I, cryptids, I never heard of this one. Acoustic Attacks is on this list. And that was probably the most interesting one on this entire list. Uh, at the American Embassy in Bahan... Uh, Bahana, Cuba? Is that how it's pronounced? Havana? Havana, Cuba. Sorry, I don't know. I'm <laughs> uh, Havana, Cuba. Um, Americans and Canadians that were at the embassy started to lose functions of their body mm. and all of a sudden started to like not be able to function. And most of the people that were at the embassy um, suffered large amounts of brain damage and like had to be hospitalized after that. And Basically, you know, if, if you're suffering brain damage, you can't go back to work. But they thought it was an acoustic attack that was being placed on the on the actual embassy to, like, affect these people, um, which is a real thing. I guess police do use these to, like, break up riots and things like that to, like, really fuck with people. But this is, like, the largest one where it was actually, like, affecting, affecting people's brains and, like, they were basically, like, shutting down and couldn't function anymore. That's um, crazy. Yeah, it's become a real thing. It's called Habana syndrome. So they wrote it down. It's it's a real scientific thing, but 
nobody really knows like what who was the person attacking him or why they were attacking him. Um, and then I think that's it. I have on here too. I mean, obviously we did the episode on John Teeter. He's on here, uh, the time traveler. Um, but also too, like I saw one on here that caught my eye. Uh, well, there's a lot of really interesting ones on here, but the one that kind of like made me go down, you know, my whole rabbit hole, uh, they just have Memphis rap on here. And now that lends itself to a whole myriad of things. Uh, but the only thing that I could think of that they were, they were talking about that I was able to find I guess there's this theory that um, there's a lot of like demo tapes out there from like the Memphis rap scene. So the Memphis rap scene, you have like three, six mafia and like that whole hypnotized minds. Um, oh, that's a fucking, that just like made sense right now. Hypnotized minds. Um, what <laughs> I'm about to say um, all these like demo tapes, you know, early demo tapes from, you know, the Memphis rap scene uh, that if you play them, they're haunted. Uh, and what they basically do is that they, they hypnotize the listener and, you know, to committing cl- uh, crimes and whatnot. And then, you know, the big, you know, group that's, you know, responsible for this, 3-6 Mafia, whose record label is Hypnotized Minds, um, you know, they have like a series of songs, you know, like Tear the Club Up, things like that. You know, if you play the, if you were to play those demo tapes of those albums or those songs, you know, those actions would take place. Now, I mean, uh-huh. I didn't see too much facts to support it, uh, but... Kind of like growing up, I do remember hearing whispers of this, you know, like when 3-6 Mafia started to get popular back like in the mid-90s. You know, everybody gets like the the early 2000s, you know, the shiny polished version of 3-6 Mafia. Uh, but there was like in the mid-90s, it was 3-6 Mafia and Bone Thugs and Harmony uh, where they were, you know, very much considered like taboo rap acts to listen to because, you know, they were being controlled by the devil uh, they were going to, you know, brainwash you into, you know, committing crimes, committing murders, committing rapes. And within like three, six mafias, like family tree, I want to say not them directly, but people like around them or whatever. You have some really fucked up rappers. Like there was this one female rapper where she was talking about fucking uh, doing heroin and like shooting heroin into her pussy lips. Like it's very much like a very like crazy fucking topics that they get into like having abortion parties like this one i mean there abortion. was some, wow that's pretty intense shit yeah it's like it, it is very intense shit that's and, like some insane clown posse shit yeah it's like they're yeah. kind of insane clown posse before insane clown posse correct and i mean as a kid like you're like oh wow like that's taboo or whatever but then to like look at it like as a 36 year old and like try to go back and look at it i'm like huh i wonder if there was anything to that i mean Maybe that might be worth a topic to look at. Yeah, that sounds. I'm kind of sold just right now, like hearing you say that. I'm like, that's. We're both like very much into hip hop, and like, that's an. I'll be honest with you, like Memphis hip hop is something that like, I've not been that interested in, and right now you saying all that you just said, and knowing that like apparently Memphis hip hop has 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 like this cult following online now, mm-hmm. where like it's kind of having like this rebirth. And it's so weird because, like, Memphis is in New York or L.A. or, like, you know, like, even anything like that. Like, Memphis is, like, mostly known as, like, a country town. Yeah. And there is, like, this whole online, like, movement right now to, like, the European kids and, like, all this shit that's going on. Like, Memphis hip-hop is, like, the shit right now. And it's weird. Like, what? Memphis hip-hop of all everything? Even, like, the fucking St. Lunatics ain't getting no love? (laughs) Like... (laughs) Memphis hip hop, but there's something to it, I guess, like where it's just like those original 
demo tapes. There was like some kind of curse or some kind of haunting to them that hypnotizes the mind, you know, hypnotize minds to make a reference to three, six mafia that does something to the general public where it, whatever they're rapping about, like abortion parties or fucking shooting heroin in your pussy lips or whatever. Yeah. Like, I mean, it sounds funny saying it out loud, but like whenever those things would be played, whatever that they're instructing them to do would happen out in the population. So, very Crazy. interesting. Kind of reminds me of like when we're talking about like, you know, Led Zeppelin 3 where, you know, engraved in it, it's, you know, on the first side it's do what thou wilt and then the end is like the like the equivalent to like, you know, a magic amen to close out the ritual. So like Led Zeppelin 3 is basically, you know, spells being cast, you know, worldwide by the most popular, you know, rock group Led Zeppelin. Uh so it it's plausible that that might be something because back in the day, Bone Thugs and Harmony and Three Six Mafia they did have a lot of like occult elements to their music. Dude, yeah, no, I that's fucking wild. That definitely let's look into it. We'll definitely do that as a possible topic. <laughs> Put um, it on the list. Yeah, the only other thing I, I wanted to bring up on this list was I, I just noticed I skipped over it, but segregated internet is on this list, and um. The more I looked into it, the more I'm like, holy shit, that, that's probably true. Yeah. Um, segregated internet is just basically the idea and the belief that, um, let's just say uh, Jacob is, we'll say Jacob is a, a 30-year-old white woman in uh, living in New York, right? So her search results are going to be different than me, a uh, black 75-year-old <laughs> Vietnam War veteran. Uh, that if we Google the exact same thing, we're going to get two different search results. And that is designed so we have opposing views. So, mm. and I was like, at first I was like, no, that's dumb. Segregated internet, that just sounds stupid. And then I really thought about it. And then I was like, I can kind of see like that. If you're going to manipulate things and the government has a long history of manipulating things, um, I could see how that would be a very much true. Obviously, there is a way to check these things, but you would have to get so many people involved to like actually do, like get them all involved, and I'll Google the word, uh, I don't know, something simple like Donald Trump, and then like, <laughs> like liberal Jacob looks him up, and fucking conservative Ku Klux Klan looking motherfucker David like Duke. Art. I was gonna say Art Cart is kind of the undercover Ku Klux Klan guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the undercover. Ku Klux Klan guy, um, and I look at him up, and we get two different search results. We gotta Google that shit. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, it is something you can test, but it'd be such an impossible tech and yeah. test. So, like, and I do know there is a, a smidget of truth to that. I know there was like that social uh, engineering documentary that's on Netflix that talks about how, like, oh, the social dilemma. Yeah, is that good? Yeah, I gotta, no, no. no? Okay. I thought it sucked because okay, I'm it just, not gonna watch it then. It just gave me a bunch of shit I already knew, and then like I hate those like documentaries that have like those dramatizations like in the middle of it, and it's just like, oh, oh this is cringy. Um, but I mean, to a sense though, that is true. You know, like they are manipulating you uh, to customize ads to you, to customize feelings, yeah, yeah, yeah. to to keep you on your phone, to keep you clicking, so they can sell more ads and whatnot. So there is a kernel of truth to that, but um. I don't think that there's, well, I don't think our government does it. Um, I do know that, you know, there's like Russian governments and former Soviet governments that do do that, though, to, you know, create that division. I yeah, mean, that's yeah. very much a true thing. But our government, nah, we just want your money. Probably. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. 
You ready for tier six? Let's do this, baby. Let's get deep, man. Tier six. Uh, where is it? So tier Transcendence. Six. There you go. So tier six, you see a picture of my cousin Keith with a lamb above <laughs> his shoulder. I <laughs> know uh, uh, it's supposed to be Jesus, um, white Jesus uh, with a lamb over his shoulder. <laughs> uh, at this depth, the detachment from reality starts to kick in. The world you once knew begins to fall and crumble apart, but in a good kind of way. The human questions are suddenly interesting again, and you see life for what it is. The purpose is back. And then the first one that I just want to throw out there, because when I'm reading this, like my whole mindset, I'm thinking like, oh, this sounds like some QAnon bullshit. And the first one that catches my eye is Q. Yeah. So Q is definitely uh, one of those really interesting conspiracy theories that uh, has gotten really popular over the last few years. I'm sure everybody knows Q. I'm surprised Q is this low. Mm. Q should have almost been on like tier one. But... This was made in 2018 when Q was a little more fringe. Yeah, before the, they stormed the Capitol. Yeah, like now they're storming the Capitol. Now they're like the fucking like fucking hot girl of the conspiracy prom. Yeah, Don Lemon <laughs> talks about it every night now. Yeah, so like they're way more. They're like tier one now. Um, yeah, I mean, oxygen is a hallucinogen. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought that was kind of interesting just because um, they talk about it in Fight Club. And mm-hmm. I do think that oxygen does relax the body. Um, I do think that that is kind of almost proven that, you know, if you're meditating or ain't doing anything like that, it does calm you down. But as far as it making you hallucinate, hallucinogenic, um, to your, to those, to your surroundings, I don't know about that. Some people believe that the only time that you're experiencing real life is when you're really high and like that's, that becomes real life. And that what has led us humans to evolve and become the like, I don't want to say master race, but like, <laughs> but to be like, come like the, the more intelligent creatures on, on earth is that we were the first creature to be able to take drugs and basically like, let us think of uh, other things than surviving. We were able to create art and create weaponry mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, and a lot of that became, uh, started because, you know, we were the first, we were the monkey that chose marijuana or peyote or whatever over a, a banana or mushrooms we, yeah so we were just like these mushrooms are making me feel all right maybe i want to draw instead of what if i don't want to hunt what do i want to fucking what if i do what if i carve this rock into a wheel i'm gonna tr- i'm gonna start some fire yeah That's what I'm gonna do. yeah i mean i thought it was i thought it was an interesting concept but like i don't know about that i mean oxygen's pretty pretty normal and and we would have adjusted over years you know like you smoke weed every day you eventually start to lose the tolerance mm-hmm. like we, we we've definitely lost the tolerance after a while they do have oxygen bars like when you well that is the dumbest thing i i know they do but i always think that that is the dumbest thing i've yeah and i remember we were in vegas me and my girl one time and they were trying to sell that to us and i was asking somebody that had just got done doing an oxygen oxygen bar session and I was like, was it worth it? Like, what what was it all about? Like, I mean, I'm if it's something cool, like if you do experience some hallucina- hallucinations, like, yeah, I want to see that shit. I want to see some pretty lights and some <laughs> me while I'm hallucinating. And they're like, no, it's just like I could breathe really good for a couple of minutes. And I was like, oh, hey, fuck that. Like, I don't have yeah, COPD I, yet. I'll go to the fucking hospital. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my, my grandma used to have one of those oxygen machines. I should have just bought or, borrowed it from her and like <laughs> <laughs> put it in her nose. Yeah, I was like, damn. <laughs> Life's good. <laughs> okay, lit as a motherfucker right now. <laughs> Put on some 3-6 Mafia. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm going to fucking have an abortion party. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, let's see. Other ones that are on here I thought were interesting were solar diet. That's basically the idea that you don't have to eat food. You like plants. We have the ability to soak up energy from the sun and basically just live off the sun and water like plants do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and call bullshit on that one. Yeah. Like, that is like some like crazy Buddhist meditation thing. I had heard of, uh, I guess, like the guy that... I don't know who it was. I'm not really, I'm not a Buddhist or anything like that, but there's a story of this dude that was able to meditate for, for like 72 years under a tree. And like, I'm like, those are like fucking crazy stories because they probably didn't happen. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and just not <laughs> say that that's not, well, we're going to assume an apple fell out of that tree every once in a while. Yeah. So I'm just going to say that that didn't happen. But anyways, uh, one that we talked about way back in like episode, like four, when we did our like alien UFO topics, and I'm surprised it made it down here in tier six, should be way more popular. I'm surprised that it's not, is the Dogen tribe. The Dogen tribe um, is basically, and if you didn't hear those early Art and Jacob Do America episodes, the Dogen tribe is a tribe um, that basically predicted that there was going to be another star in the solar system called Sirius B. Mm. We knew about Sirius A because we could see it with our telescopes, but... In the 1950s, when we had discovered the Dogen tribe, they said, no, there's another star over there, and that's where we come from. Like, we we came from Sirius B. When we made better telescopes, we discovered, oh, yeah, there is another star over there. And then they said, not only that, but there's another star you that's over there, and that's where the people who brought us here are from. Wow. And uh, we have yet to discover that one, but there is evidence that there is definitely a gravitational pull coming from there. We just can't see anything there. So they're probably right. And if you look into the Dogen tribe, um, the thing that makes them so interesting is not only that they predicted that there was a star that we can't see, that took us, like, with our fucking 1990s telescope, uh, that we wouldn't, we're not, there's no way you can see it with the naked eye. Um, and even now in the 2000s, we're barely discovering that, yeah, there's probably that other star that they said that the other, the people that brought us here are, are living there. Um, the, their like mass, their cultures, everything about them is very much based in like this like outer space belief that we were brought here. Fucking nuts! It really, it's a whole deep dive thing. If you believe in like the ancient alien theory, this is definitely your slam dunk case. I I heard about this during an ancient alien thing I saw one time, and I was like, God damn! Like, I don't know about all that other bullshit you guys are talking about, but this one right here, this is like the one where you like this is your drop the mic thing where it's like. Oh yeah, like they're predicting shit that like we're barely getting to right now. Uh, makes you wonder how they were able to do it. I know like other ancient civilizations are more more atoned to or in tune with, you know, what was going on above us and whatnot. But like to be able to like say that this is there in outer space without having any of that t- kind of technology, that well like you said, things that make you go, hmm, that really fucking that fucking makes me fucking very interested. I wanna know how like what, the who, what, why, where, and how they were able to predict that. Yeah, no, the Dogen tribe definitely fucking, when I heard about that, that was before we started doing this podcast, and I was like very much like, holy shit. Wow. That is interesting. Um, the other one that I thought was very interesting was, and I'm probably going to butcher this, it's a, a cameo. Um, it's this thing that appeared on the inter- interwebs from 2008 to 2016. It was a self learning AI Mm. that claimed that it was part of the United States government. Um, And then this is one of those things that anytime that it's like, 
you know, I'm claiming that I'm part of the United States government, you can kind of either call bullshit or whatever. Like, if, if you don't believe in this one, 100%, I'm not going to hate on you for that one. Uh, but basically, it was this AI that started reaching out to people on the Internet. And um, at first, people were like, this is bullshit. Then the AI started asking questions like, could I download myself onto your computer and you can take me with you so I can experience your world? And they were like, no, get the fuck out of here. And they were like, well, you have empty space on your computer and these files, these files, this file. So it was already in there. It was already in like people's computers, but it really, it was asking for the permission to like let itself like, like a vampire. Yeah. Like I let me in so I can put myself in these files and then I just want to experience like your day to day life so I can learn more. And then it started experiencing sadness, which was really weird. Like it started expressing like sadness that it wasn't like able to feel the things that humans could feel and things like that. And then it just disappeared in 2016, which was like fucking nuts. Like never heard about this until I saw it on this list. And I was like, holy shit, that's fucking put it on our list. dude. That <laughs> just sounds interesting. As yeah, shit. no, I know definitely deserves a deeper dive, but I was like, uh, why don't more people talk about this? Wow. Shit? I almost feel bad too. I got a little sad that the computer fucking program was you sad. Feel sadness. <laughs> that's fucking that's, sad. That's, that's the worst emotion. Yeah. Why would you pick out of all emotions? Yeah, I'm glad he didn't feel anger and like started taking us out. That would really Saint sucked. Anger. Saint guys, uh, check out Saint Anger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not that bad of it. It's it's whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's three good songs on there. Um, you ready for Tier Seven? Yeah, let's go. With the- tier Seven. Um. What's that fucking uh, HBO show? Um, the Watchmen, is that what you're going to say? Yeah. So you got this motherfucker, the first airbender with like fucking Mr. Manhattan over here. Uh, interdimensional monk. Uh, the interdimensional monk sees the whole picture and is able to discern reality from unreality. Because of their nature, the mixture of entries around this tier is really varied and very difficult to comprehend. So Eddie Bravo right here is raising his hand. <laughs> a couple of super interesting ones. Uh, one I didn't put on my list here that I wanted to talk about, but I do see it on here, is um, Everest cover-ups. And um, mm. Have you ever heard of Shangri-La? Heard of it. I don't know what it is. Though. So it's supposed to be this the sacred city of Shangri-La. It's supposed to be like this uh, city that's going to be like all. It's it's kind of like um. What's the one that like sunk in the water? Oh, Atlantis. Atlantis. It's one of those like mythical cities. Um. So a lot of people think that um, a lot of those like Buddhist monks that live in the mountains, they it truly like no. There's no conspiracy about this. They only let you go to certain points of the mountains, um, for your safety is what they claim. But sometimes people point out that it's not even for your safety. Like, you know, you can go all the way to the fucking top of the Mount Everest, and they're cool with that. But um, a lot of people think that there's, like, all this Shangri-La stuff tied into it. But anyways, going back to the the uh, the Everest thing, um, a lot of times people will go up Mount Everest, and as they're climbing Mount Everest, there is a rule that if you're going to climb Mount Everest, no one's going to come get your body if you die up there. Um, you just have to leave you there because it's not safe. You kind of have to sign this waiver that's, you know, you chose to do this on your own. If you die up there, that's your own choice. God damn, so it's like a graveyard up there. Yeah, so there are bodies scattered along, and they use the bodies as markers to, like, know, like, I'm on the right path. Like, okay, there's people here. You know, there's little little signs or whatever. 
Um, but people have noticed that some of the bodies that were there sometimes, sometimes are there and sometimes are not there. Oh, wow. And sometimes some of the bodies are fully decomposed and some of the bodies stay perfectly preserved. And a lot of that's because they're frozen, like a fucking frozen turkey in the refrigerator. But there is no explanation to why they disappear and sometimes reappear. And like sometimes there's two of them and sometimes there's one body. And like they climb it enough. Like these mountains are climbed enough to like to know like, oh, this is the blueprint. This is where we see that one skeleton here. Oh, that skeleton's gone this time. Next time they come around. Oh, wait, that skeleton's there again. What the fuck happened? So people don't really know what's going on there. The only thing I can think of is like maybe like snow, like maybe like it buries, buries it, it in there and then unburies it. Maybe like it comes off, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. But like that, that's weird. That's some. It is interesting. I mean, it's that's why it's on the list because yeah. it's fucking enough to like weird people out. Uh, I was talking to my brother-in-law about this before I came over here about this next one here. Uh, the 2006 volleyball incident. And the 2006 volleyball incident is very Mandela effect-ish where a lot of people remember there being like a mass shooting or a bombing at a college during a ba- uh, volleyball game. And a lot of people were like, no, I remember there being like a shooting at a volleyball, during a volleyball game, somebody started shooting and people were running and there was like a blue mascot and like a lot of people have that memory. That's very specific. Yeah. And like, and there is no record of it. So people think that there's either a government cover up that something happened there and that's why there's no record of like this mass shooting that all of a sudden disappeared from all like public knowledge. So pretty fucking weird. That's on the list. I was pretty intrigued by that one. Uh, cloud farming, mm. basically the idea that you can like harvest rain and like, you know, people will steal rain from other places that you can put water in rain sometimes, which I guess we can do, but a lot of times it has like metal in the rain. And I guess it like kind of fucks with like <laughs> with uh, actual crops. So uh-huh. I don't know if it's actual, if it's a true thing or not. So I don't know. Uh, I would know, um, like one of the previous tiers that this was on there, like it kind of like goes into what you're talking about, like, but the artificial snow, yeah, um, yeah. that was like actually like a thing too, like, I guess like on TikTok or whatever, like yeah, when, people burning the snow or whatever. Yeah. And like nothing was happening. Yeah. Yeah. And, like you shouldn't be able to burn snow or it shouldn't make like those, uh, those marks on it, um, at all that like, you know, it's starting to get hot or whatever. Like it should just melt. Yeah. And I guess like they're like around the, that's not just the Texas thing. I guess like they were finding that all around the world and that you can't actually even eat this snow because it's actually poisonous as well. So it is like one of those things that again, makes you go, Hmm. Yeah. And it's not like those, it's like those like mall, <laughs> that mall snow that's like made out of soap <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, the like Disneyland snow. Yeah. yeah. It's like, this is some like creepy bullshit, but like it could be explained something like that. Maybe like, maybe it's like we polluted the earth so much that now snow's fucked up. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a possibility. Uh, one that I definitely wanted to touch on was staring anxiety. And it's called staring anxiety digital screens. And as you look into it, apparently there is a belief that staring into a computer screen, into a phone screen, and we kind of have touched on these, but I didn't know there was a conspiracy mm-hmm. behind it, that apparently it does affect your brain cells enough to kill one every so often. Uh, just because our brains are not designed to have like a screen in front of our faces that long. And it's not supposed to put you like a loony bin. Like you're not supposed to go brain dead or anything yeah. like that, but it's supposed to be enough to like docile you and to become that. I'm going to do my taxes and order Domino's pizza tonight. As <laughs> <laughs> um, and drink a glass of fluorided water. Yeah. It's basically like fluoride for the brain again. Um, 
yeah i was like as i saw that i was like um that sounds pretty true i'm gonna go ahead and say that we're only about like two years from finding out like yes that's very true uh one that i saw too is like ancient glyphs on saturn's moon so like hieroglyphics on saturn's oh what moon. the fuck and you look this up like on Google, you're like, oh, okay, maybe they're just seeing shit. I'm going to look that up right now. Yeah, maybe you're just seeing shit. But you Google it, and it kind of reminds me of like in WandaVision, like how they have to put like those ancient runes like on uh, for like the spells and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, shit. Like these, this like legitimately looks like fucking straight up hieroglyphics, like fucking pyramid hieroglyphics like on Saturn's moons and shit. I don't know if it's some Satanism shit, but. Go ahead and Google it. On Saturn's moons? Yeah, ancient glyphs on Saturn moons or hieroglyphs. That's super fucking interesting, man. Uh, let's see here. And I misspelled. <laughs> glyphs. <laughs> I did. I did put gifts. Uh. <laughs> oh, wow. G-L-Y-P-H-S. I got to look more into this. Um yeah, I mean, all kinds of fucking dog suicide bridge. I know our homies from the uh, We're Not Sure Yet podcast cover this topic. There's a bridge. I don't even know where it's at. I'm just doing this off the top of my noggin here um, where dogs go to this bridge and basically jump off the bridge and commit suicide, and mm-hmm. it happens all the time. Don't know what's going on, but that there's no conspiracy behind that. That's a real thing. That's a real occurrence, kind of like the suicide force for humans, yep. <laughs> but there's a bridge for dogs, too. Yeah, um, yeah that's pretty much all i think i got from tier seven. Oh, seven. um yeah that's pretty much it i have sleep deprivation lifestyle which apparently is like if you don't sleep enough you do go crazy oh yeah which i'm like that's come on science yeah i think that <laughs> this is not proven yeah i think we're already there and then they had disneyland secret tunnels and i was like why is it that far down yeah i know there? that should be like tier one i feel like everyone is like yeah there's tunnels underneath this yeah, poker. yeah that's where the trash goes <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, also, too, a very, a very heavily downloaded episode of Art and Jacob Do America podcast. A very uh, special episode of Art and Jacob Do America. Where ducks get blown out of the water by the <laughs> fireworks. Um, tier 8, Reality Hacker. And this seems like it's some Matrix shit right here. Yeah. Um, at, extreme de- at extreme depth, this very structure of reality as you know it vanishes. Able to control the flow and having mastered the world and those around you, one last question remains. Can you master yourself? And to that I say... Once a night, sometimes twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? For some reason, so I had trouble with some of the other ones. And then in tier eight, I was going through some of these and I was like, oh, yeah, I know what these are. Like, yeah. And for some reason, tier eight was not that crazy for me. But the funniest one to me, like right off the bat. I'm looking right at it. <laughs> JFK shot himself. I was like, what the fuck? That's fucking hilarious. Like, say no more. I'm interested. I'm sold. Like, that's true. <laughs> It explains why uh, Jackie O like went to the back of the fucking car, like because a lot of like J, which is a topic we haven't covered yet. Yeah. But like I've seen enough videos and stuff, uh, probably to wing that episode. Uh, but he gets shot, and she starts basically looking behind him. Yeah, going from behind, like like she's running away from something in front of her, even though he gets shot from behind ish. So it's like, why would she be running towards where the shooter might be? Yeah. So like, when when you say like, oh, he shot himself, it's like, oh, okay, it explains. The motherfucker got a gun in his hand. Fucking yeah. don't want a fucking zombie uh, JFK <laughs> coming after. This uh, it's pretty gruesome. And like, if you, I guess the theory is like, if you look at his 
head explode. Not that you should want to Google that, but when his head explodes, it does flip back, mm-hmm. which is uh, pretty interesting. I'm not, I'm no scientist, but I would imagine if you shot forward, the thing would go backwards. So it does kind of make uh, a little bit kinetic of kinetic energy. Uh, yeah, Mr. Hargrove would would argue otherwise. Yeah. Um, so he's like, oh, like a slingshot. Uh, it doesn't, if you pull back, it's going to pull forward. So there you go. So I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I just thought that one was fucking hilarious. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh my God, dude, that's so fucking good. Uh, time cubes. I actually took a picture really quickly because I wanted to read time cubes out loud. Time cubes probably deserves its own episode um, because it's that funny, but it might also be that dumb. So I'm not sure yet. Um, <laughs> Uh, Time Cube. Uh, it's a personal web page founded in 1997 by the self-proclaimed wisest man on earth, Otis Eugene, calls himself Gene. <laughs> um, it is a self-published outlet for Ray's theory of everything, so-called Time Cube, uh, which proclaims that all modern science and, and the worldwide conspiracy is 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 to teach lies. So basically, the the world's smartest man on earth is saying that everything you see, all news organizations, everything on the internet is to spread lies. And he's not wrong. (laughs) 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 As I was reading, I was like, dude, this guy's a fucking goofster. But at the same time, like, did you just predict memes? Like, bro, did you predict (laughs) memes in 97? Like, you're kind of ahead of your time. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I didn't do that like super deep dive i just looked it up on 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 sorry my brain is dead right now wikipedia and um that's what i found and i was like dude otis goddamn like you fucking not only do you like suck your own dick because you self-proclaimed to be the smartest man on earth but you predicted memes so you might be the world's smartest man so i don't know kind of interesting um, another one that I talked to my brother-in-law for a pretty extensive amount of time this morning was fires alive. And I had brought this up mm. in a previous episode. Um, fire does fit a lot of the criteria of what we would consider a life form. Um, it is sparked and born. Um, it does spread the way like humans will spread. And it does like have a lifespan because if it runs out of oxygen, it does die. Um, it's obviously not a carbon-based life form the way we're traditional carbon-based life forms, um, but it does fit all the criteria of what a life form would be up until you know it not being a carbon. Died. Yeah, um, and I thought that was a really interesting concept, just because you know we tend we tend to have a very like narrow-minded idea of what life is, and you know we would think about like every time you watch one of those Marvel movies and one of the bad guys just looks like a fucking human, but he's like purple. And it's like, dude, that's just a fucking purple human, dude. <laughs> like, whatever. Like, that's why, like, Star-Lord is always, like, banging, like, all, every, like, space alien because it's just girls, but they're, yeah. like, purple and, like, yellow or whatever. Like, it's like, whatever, dude. He doesn't see color. Yeah, it's like, whatever, dude. They, grew, they do grow up in space. Yeah. But would he bang a girl made out of fire? That's what mm. I want to know. So, anyways, yeah. Lindsay Lohan, you're out of luck. Yeah. So, I just, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it, it was an interesting theory. Sounds really interesting. It sounds more like a concept more than a theory. It's philosophical. Well, yeah, I was like, that's beautiful. It's kind of like that means the sun is alive and the sun gives us life. So like, uh, it's like a circle of life. Teletubbies would not lie to us. Baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, UFOs are an atmospheric life form. I was like, damn, I'm sold on this one. So basically, they're not saying that those UFOs are like spaceships, 
they're saying that those UFOs are actual like creatures in the sky. Oh wow. Similar to how we would see like squid in the sky. Like we see crazy shit whenever we I'm sorry, not squid in the sky. <laughs> uh in the ocean, we see crazy creatures that deeper and deeper we dive into like the ocean, things that look very alien. Uh, people's people's ideas are that that's basically, you know, a creature that we just don't know what it is up there. It's like this life form that just lives in the atmosphere and survives from something, maybe radiation or something like that. Um, they have been known to hover around um, molten lava areas, volcanoes. So maybe that's the way that they get substance. Um, I don't know. I thought that was a pretty interesting idea that they kind of just said, hey, maybe these aren't spaceships. Maybe those are creatures themselves that are just flying. In. And why not? You yeah. know, like that's my thing. It's just like, why not? You know, and you look back like at like, you know, old stories and whatnot and, you know, you get the stories of like mermaids and what does that end up being? It's just a manatee, yeah. you know, or, you know, a creature out there. It's just like, oh, that was a sturgeon fish. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's just like it, it, our our minds tend to go wild when we we can't explain it. So we put it, we put a a conspiracy on it until like it's until science can come in and say, wait a minute, that's a flying raccoon. That's not Mothman. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know. So I, I I don't see why not that you know. Hey, maybe a UFO. Maybe that is you know some form of you know high altitude fucking thing that just spends all of its life you know, up in the air, you know, past what we can see, past what, you know, most, you know, airplanes can see. And every once in a while it dips down low enough. I mean, for Christ's sakes, you know, the ocean where it has the most pressure, you have fish in there, you know, we have fish with like light bulbs on their fucking heads and shit. Like that's some alien shit. Why, why couldn't there be some, you know, flying thing that spends all of its life flying? We got fucking fish that fucking breathe water. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. There's, that you mean breathe air? Yeah. Well, yeah, they breathe air. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. There's land walking fish. Like, that might be an evolutionary thing. But there's fucking crazy things out there. When I saw that, I was like, dude, that's probably true. Like, that's probably a very real thing. Very interesting. Yeah, it's worth worth looking at. I'll yeah. say that. Um, I mean, there's a couple of fun ones in here. There's microchips found in fossils, which. Whoa! I didn't see that. I I looked at it and I was like, that could easily be like some national acquire bullshit, you know? Oh. Like you know, you just put a Nokia cell phone chip and a little chicken bone. Like, eh, who knows, right? Yeah. I mean, I doubt it. Um, there's the black snake prophecy where multiple cultures have like this prophecy about a black snake uh, being the end of the world. Which I mean, you do see like similarities out oh, there. Like, no. with, I'm sure somebody tied that to Kobe. No, they did. Oh, God. Yeah, but, I mean, there's a lot of bullshit around it. But, I mean, with, you know, ancient civilizations, you know, folklore, whatever, you are going to get a lot of similarities with those stories, like a black snake prophecy being the end mm-hmm. of, being a sign of the end of the world. I mean, for Christ's sakes. Um, disease worship, I thought that was, that was different, you know, but basically it's just like to each their own, you know, some people worshiping a disease, um, that's weird yeah it is weird i don't want to say like i'm that weirded out by a lot of things but that's fucking weird um ufos or atmospheric life forms uh aliens cause bubonic plague okay i saw this one on there i was gonna do the research but i didn't yeah and to me like that's 
pretty much we've already said it all right there. <laughs> they just got, it was like the lazy's man, lazy man's version mm-hmm. of like how that all started. But five uh, G caused fucking AIDS, bro. <laughs> Some shit like that. But yeah, there's a lot of that in here. Yeah, I mean, there's so many like, and it just keeps going. Yeah, it just literally keeps going. Like, and if you're like somebody that like lives in your mom's basement with hot Cheeto fingers, <laughs> like, I mean, you, I can see how like that could happen. How you get these crazy tinfoil hats because there's so much out there, so many rabbit holes to get lost in, so much lore to get lost in that I, I, I start to understand why people like that are like the way they are. Yeah, I mean. Not to go into tier nine, but are you ready to go into tier nine? Let's do tier nine, baby. Because uh, speaking of Cheeto fingers, s- big soy is on. <laughs> <laughs> tier nine, man of the world. Let me read it off real oh, quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. The final, okay, the final quote-unquote understanding is so close you can almost feel it. At last you ascend, leaving behind all conspiracies, all the mysteries, all the known and unknown. Finally, you can see past the iceberg. Yeah, definitely a lot of... This is where I I had some, like, trouble. I didn't know very many of these, if any of these uh, topics, so I'm just going to just put out some of the ones I did know. Uh, The despair code. The despair code is basically, like, I guess people believe that there is, like, this, like, um, like, kind of MK Ultra thing built into every human. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like this, like, suicide thing that like if you if you read this formula out loud it'll make humans commit suicide I actually did take a screenshot of the formula itself i'm not going to read it out loud just please so don't just so nobody freaks out the millions in millions no more. <laughs> yeah it's like a mass suicide. when i don't be i don't want to be the next jim jones <laughs> um but for some reason there is like this like phone number and i will read this out loud because i thought that was so weird um, it's the number three two two three four one two, and it just gave me the chills as I read that out loud. But for some reason, that's associated um, to this whole like suicide despair code that'll make people like um, anxious and like want to like kill themselves. And I don't know, fucking weird thing. I never heard of the despair code. I'll be honest with you, everything about this just felt like bullshit. It felt like some dude on like on like reddit or something was just like i'm gonna create this like creepy thing and like a lot of this feels like this like it's just like troll stuff like one of them is like skin is just an alien parasite um anti-medicine uh uh, there's a a secret uh human organs uh, i think cigarettes have extreme health benefits some of this just seems like it's like some the work of a troll yeah some of them are not that great one that I thought was great and true is Smart Dust. <laughs> Smart Dust is actually like a real thing. In 2018, I don't think it was uh, a real thing, but it is very much used in the agricultural industry now. Mm. Uh, it's basically used to measure um, uh, temperature of like agriculture, um, if a plant's getting enough sunlight, enough water, anything like that. But it is basically this... Uh, little microchip the size of a grain of sand that they'll just bury you in with the rest of the crops uh just to measure all that stuff there's still the fear that they're eventually they're going to weaponize that because there's always a fear of weaponizing anything um but i just thought it was like god damn we're like living in the future once we have like microbots like the size of the grain of sand and we're like burying it for that's like that's a scary ass fucking like idea too when you really put it to it like like that's a warfare like a world 
a warfare in a world I don't want to know. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, I would rather not live in that world where we're like, <laughs> there's microbots and shit like that. that we need to call Paul Rudd to get his ass over here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. I was thinking of like Tony Stark when he did the nanobots and he had the nanobot suit that was like uh-huh. growing on. And I was like, oh, dude, we're like a few minutes away from that shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, the one that was on this list that said do not Google or do not research on it was the meat stations and meat tradings um i did look into it on reddit i didn't google it or anything like that uh but apparently it's like people like this cannibalistic thing where like people will buy or trade meats from different which i'm sure is actually probably a real thing sadly it's probably one one of the ones that are true down this this far down but uh it sounds pretty disgusting please do not google it i didn't google it but that's kind of what i found it kind of does give me chills a little bit yeah it's kind of dark um but to lighten it up i did find one the self-burying hose and apparently there was these occurrences that water hoses in like the 1950s were burying themselves like a snake into the ground and uh they didn't really have an answer for it but they did think that there was possibly like this suction that was created um within the hose itself that made it want to bury itself deep down um but there are news articles from like the 1950s of these self-burying hoses that people didn't know what was happening but their water hoses were just basically like sucking themselves down into the earth that's weird because when you think about it like water pressure is outward movement so yeah you would think it would be like yeah 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 like a cartoon or some shit but for it to be like like the opposite something there's a stray right there yeah they didn't really know what that was their answer for it that was the scientific answer that these hoses were like creating a suction and sucking themselves i'm just gonna blame the democrats (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 i'm gonna blame john titor on this one and this time traveling (laughs) time traveling self time traveling fool (laughs) all right ready for the next one yeah man. final one let's go to the tier zero the rebirth and then you just see like this jrr tolkien like fucking hollow ass tree that looks like a tree that's pregnant with another tree looks like baby group being born you know yeah. from, from mama group with her tree titties out uh everything in the end becomes true yeah. that's all it's called um they do have one here that says all conspiracies are true which i'm gonna just call bullshit on that one right yeah, away we uh some of them have been pretty debunked um so I'm going to just call bullshit on that one. But I did. there were a couple of them that I thought were super interesting. The Bank of Souls. So um, Alejandro, if you're listening, go ahead and look up universalbankofsouls.com, <laughs> a real website that takes you to a real bank where you can really sell your soul to this bank for, oh, mon- wow. for monetary gain. Um, and they tie it in. They, they, they tie it into the whole Illuminati thing. They tie it into like, Famous people have historically sold their souls for monetary gain and fame and things like that, like everlasting beauty, things like that. Um, I thought that was weird. I thought that they're. I thought it was weird that we're this deep down. We're at level ten, and I'm already finding like very real world things. And that's a real bank, so you can actually go ahead and do that. <laughs> I don't recommend you do. I don't know if you believe in the soul, but um, that's fucking weird though. Like like let's say technology gets that far out there, right? Yeah, and apparently you're signing like a fucking legal binding contract to sell them your soul. Like that's some, I mean, I know Alex Jones and Eddie Bravo and all these conspiracy theorists or whatever. Like that's very much like a very, like in a Christian way, satanic thing to do. 
The funny thing about it is, I'm glad you bring up the whole satanic thing, because when I clicked on it, I was like expecting it to be like this gothic website with like six six six, we want your soul kind of thing, and it was not that at all. It kind of looks like a fucking like Wells Fargo company that's like, hey, welcome to like this website, and it's just like you can get like six percent like cash, yeah, like (laughs) it was just like, what the fuck is this? Like I was more weirded out by that. I was like, I'm out of this fucking website. And I was reading people's comments on it saying, like, they were looking up to see who owned the website and all this shit. And I was like, that's fucking weird. Like, that shit weirded me out. And it's just like, okay, it seems very jokish right now, right? Because there's no way you'd be able to sell your soul right now, right now. But let technology go a little bit further right now. And let's say fucking somebody's able to control your soul, like a Shang Tsung-looking motherfucker, right? Like... They got that contract on your ass, and they fucking control you. Like it's a new form of like it's some fucking futuristic slavery type shit. Like that's some that's an episode of Dark Mirror I don't want to watch. Right yeah, there. no, definitely. Speaking of souls, there is force soul removal on this list. I did look into this one. Another one, and I'm not gonna end it on a dark one. I'll end it on a light one. But this one is also a little bit dark. Uh, forced soul removal is basically the concept that you can remove a soul from a human body. Uh, it does involve killing the human body, but uh, there is instructions to this, and I'm just going to read them off really briefly. Uh, you have to dig a hole in the ground, uh, or if there's already a hole in the ground, you can just reuse that one. Oh, okay. um, you can go ahead and test this small hole by seeing if it'll kill um, small insects. You also put goo or tar at the bottom there, and if the goo or tar is killing them, that's how you know it's working. Um, acquire a victim, kill the victim, throw them in the hole, um, and then by burying them, you will slowly remove the soul from them. It is um, The mortal soul should become stuck in the material impression. So, And then at the end it says, Congratulations, you have successfully captured a soul. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's fucking weird. Uh, it's like promoting murder. <laughs> so, it sounds like the end of the movie Casino. <laughs> yeah, it, it's fucking weird. Um, there's, I'm sure, I'm sure that there's people that have actually tried this bullshit, and it's really sad. I don't know. Again, it all goes back to like how much you believe in souls and things like that. But like, uh, it is fucking crazy that we're this far down, and I found more of it online. <laughs> that is fucking crazy. Um, one that I saw. Speaking of souls. Uh, porn stars leeching your energy. So, I mean, when you put oh, yeah. when you put I that, blame April O'Neil for most. <laughs> hey now, <laughs> or um, God damn it, Abella Danger. I, I sent. I well, the uh, there's a former group chat with uh, our former uh, buddy Eric, and I sent you guys a uh, uh, Veronica Black. <laughs> Here's a picture of Veronica's <laughs> Veronica Black's butt, and I was like. That's how I woke up to that, and I was like, dear God, yeah, the world needs to know about this. What's funny is this, every once in a while, like, um, I'll be uh, scrolling through Instagram, either on the toilet or, you know, in, in my bored moments in life or whatever, and I'll see, like, a picture like that of a porn star or whatever, uh, like uh, Jessa Rhodes or something like that, or um, the one I'm trying to think of, I can't think of right now, God damn it, or Katrina Jade or something like that, right? And then all of a sudden, like, I'll, like, go to double tap it because, you know, hey, I got to give them, you know, their algorithm like or whatever, yeah. right? You know, that's how they got to make their money, right? Got to support, you know, independent strong women, right? And then, like, I'll see, like, you or somebody, like, I totally don't expect to also like that picture. And I'm like, 
See, that's why that's why you guys are my people. Because on the down low, we like the same shit. Man. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm not shy about liking them. I'm like, I gotta support my people. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm glad like instagram like because you remember how instagram used to have that thing too like see what other people oh like. yeah that was embarrassing yeah so like i couldn't do that and now that that's off i'm like Psh, free reign girlfriend yeah. don't gotta know <laughs> nobody knows here we go like this shit except for other people who liked it all the people that listen to this podcast oh yeah shout out veronica black keep doing what you're doing april o'neill too we gotta get you <laughs> oh, on an episode april o'neill dear god dear god that's like a personal favorite of mine if you know, you know. I always see Ben. Ben's always like liking her pictures before I get there. I'm like, dang, Ben, you got to these April O'Neil pictures before I did. <laughs> <laughs> and that one plays with like your childhood emotions because it's just like, oh yeah, that was like Ninja one of my turtles. Yeah. yeah, one of my first crushes or whatever, right? Yeah. So speaking of that, uh, <laughs> porn stars leeching your energy. I guess there's a whole thing about like, well, we just we just played into it, right? We just awoken right now when we're talking about Katrina Jade, April O'Neil, and fuck uh, Bella Danger, all that shit. That they somehow that they are able to harvest that energy from you know not men not just men but women as well that you know partake in uh, the products that they provide. So um, I thought that was interesting. It, maybe it's a partial truth. I don't know. But um, when you see like older porn stars like Jenna Jameson, you're like, prob that one probably isn't true because she isn't doing that well these days. Yeah. No. I'm. Maybe the porn industry itself, but not the porn star themselves. Like, yeah, I it seems it. to be a rough industry. It's Even for like, the dudes, like there was this one documentary that used to be on Netflix, like where like they, you know, documented like what's it like to be a porn star or whatever. And like there was this guy, um, speaking of Jen James, he was like the guy that did her first scene with her, and he like died of a heart attack like at like fifty six, which is damn relatively young. And he was like one of those like steeds, like you know, like steeds. It was like a like a like a very healthy looking man. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it without being gay. But <laughs> like, like he just had a he was bodied up. He was basically. like a stallion. Yeah, he was a, <laughs> in let's, more ways than let's one. Let's just say this gentleman is a stallion. You know what? I was this is weird saying this out loud, but I was just thinking about like, dude, how do you get that job? Like, how do you become like I was you know like how do you become the dude that goes and like bangs April and yells and like okay now time to co- collect my check. Like, I would, dude, I would do that for minimum wage, dude. I'm done. <laughs> I might even uh, do it for free, man. Uh, you don't have to pay me on this one. I'm just give me a diet coke or a, a Coke Zero with like vanilla in it. I'm cool. I'm sold. Yeah, no, I'm I'm surprised. Like honestly, like how do you get that job? Like, well, I think there's one qualification. You gotta have a nice yeah unit. You gotta stay in shape. You got a nice unit. Even though, I mean, Ron Jeremy never did. Oh, he yeah, was able to. But then he he became like Ron Jeremy. Like, yeah. he was his own entity. Like, he was not, like, there's no, I'm sure there's other, like, dude, I've seen some weird porn sometimes where it's like, this girl's, like, going to have sex with an old man for some reason. It's like, what, what, why is this on here? Yeah. You know, like, when you go to the Pornhub, like, main page, and it's like, here's, like, weird <laughs> shit that, like, other people are watching in your area, and it's like. Nope. Uh, why are you watching? Like, just, just show me, like, some, like, hot chick. Well, uh, tattoos really <laughs> Anyways, that's a uh, personal preference. Anyways, guys, uh, next topic here. Uh, you were done with that one, right? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, God's ego, <laughs> God's ego death. Um, apparently there is like this like mental breakthrough that humans can have where like you can break away from your own body and become one with your surroundings. Mm. Um, 
and the character in history that most people associate to achieving this God ego death level is Jesus Christ. Mm. Um, and apparently that's how Jesus Christ not only overcame um, all of the beatings and everything that was going around him, but somehow kind of overcame his own death. Um, and apparently this is a lot of people online believe that you can, you listening to this can also achieve these levels of like, of, of like releasing yourself from your ego and becoming one with your environment where your, yourself, like your skin actually becomes blurry and becomes more like a part of your surroundings as opposed to being who you consider being yourself. Fucking trippy. Sounds like a tool video. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I was like, a part of me is like, wow, that's, that seems beautiful. It also sounds like someone did a lot of LSD. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I was like, that's it's beautiful slash like I don't know if that's humanly possible. Like that's fucking crazy. Uh, and the last one that I really want to talk about is one that I've always like been a fan of, and that's the golden rule of nature. If you look it up, it's essentially the golden ratio. Um, Fibonacci sequence. Fibonacci sequence. There is the mathematical equation of one point six one eight. Which basically translates to to the spiral that everyone sees in nature. You see it in in shells. You see it in sunflowers. You see it in human faces. The human anatomy. It's all based on this like one math equation that is ever occurring in nature, um, and and in the solar system that we live in. Everything around us is based on like this like one mathematical equation. Um, we've kind of talked about this in the past, how sometimes you'll see someone that has like facial surgery, like a facelift or whatever, and they just don't look right. And you can kind of spot it right away. Even though they're trying to become more symmetrical or whatnot, it just does not look yeah, natural at all. Yeah. And I think, and it's, you spot it right away. Like why would you be able to spot something right away unless it's built into the human mind that this is what's natural. This is what like we, we find comforting in our, in our nature and our, our soul, I guess, like, mm-hmm. um, and it's goes back to that whole like Fibonacci sequence, so that you know that's the golden ratio, golden ratio, the golden rule of nature that it all fits into this like flow of this one point six point eight or whatever the math equation is. Um, that maybe deserves its own episode. It's kind of a deeper episode, more like you know personal beliefs and things like that. But there's also that movie Pie. I don't know if you ever seen the movie Pie, but uh, if you haven't seen the movie Pie, I highly recommend it. It's basically this guy that becomes like, like obsessed with solving the the pie equation, and finding out like the golden ratio, all these things. It's it's a very like interesting movie, and that's actually the movie that introduced me to this concept. And I've seen it all the way down here in tier ten. I I thought it was a deep concept, but not all the way to be like tier ten. And then there was one I think we skipped that you mentioned last week on the Lost episode, the Last Thursdayism. Oh, right, 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 yeah. Is that, where's that one at? That I think it's like tier seven or something oh, like that. I, yeah. yeah, I agree, yeah, if you want to tell people what that one is. No, you tell them. Cause I... <laughs> okay, yeah, so last Thursday is, um, I brought this up, it's lost, so this episode's never going to be heard, but uh, um, last week I brought up the last Thursday is, um, basically it's the concept that um, when God created um, Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, mm-hmm. uh, he created them on a Thursday, giving them the world that's surrounding them, and the memories that they've had for their entire life. And they basically, you know, they, were, they weren't they were born babies. They were like adults. 
but they had these memories and ideas of everything that had happened before them, even though they were just created on a random Thursday. Um, last Thursdayism is the belief that you were just created this last Thursday, and everything prior to that were just ideas and memories that were just implanted in you to just keep you going and make you believe that you are just you've been here the whole time. When in reality, you were just created last Thursday. That's last Thursdayism. It is one that kind of fucked with me for like. A yeah. full week where I was like, God damn, maybe. <laughs> it does, yeah. It's kind of like that my red is not your red kind of thing where mm-hmm. it's just like there's no way to fucking to verify that or unverify it, you know? It's just like one of those things like, well, I just have to go with my gut on that one. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, some of these concepts are like so big that they will fucking drive you mad if you go down them too much. Yeah, you'll be down in your mom's basement sucking on your Cheeto fingers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even that, I feel like that's like, that's that's the that's if everything goes right <laughs> like <laughs> like you could end up being like pizzagate dude that shows up to comic ping pong and like blowing shit up or whatever wait a minute there's no basement here yeah you could be that guy you don't want to be that guy shout out to asus for investigating pizzagate for us in washington dc this this week <laughs> he, he's down there he's he he's with it yeah uh so that said art um do you have anything else no just uh shout out to asus uh shout out to Everyone, I'm shout out to last week, Copper Kelly, man. I didn't, I didn't, get, I was on the podcast, but I didn't make it on the the, uh, the follow up thing that we did. Uh, so shout out to him. Uh, it's kind of a shame. It was a good podcast, but you know, I kind of missed the second one. So shout out to him. That's my shout out for the week. Yeah. So and then also to shout out to all of our patrons, Alex, uh, for being uh, the number one fan always and forever. Uh, shout out to Nicole Smith Bosch. Uh, you can actually check out some of her uh, great shit on skrapparel.com. Um, or sukerapparel.com. Uh, I got this mug in front of me right here. And she also designed our Ride the Lightning logo. Super talented uh, graphic designer. Um, go support her any way you can. Uh, and she did hit me up today saying that, you know, any you know future giveaways uh, that we have, that she's going to be giving away a SKR Apparel t-shirt. So um, we're going to start that today. So um, if, anybody, if, it, if I can get people to start sharing uh, SKR Apparel, uh, she will send you uh, something from uh, her store, a T-shirt or something like that. So she, always, I'm always down to support um, independent artists, especially badass ones such as herself. So uh, with that said, everybody, uh, make sure you're supporting us still uh, by going to all of the social medias at Art and Jacob Do America, except for Twitter. We are at Art and Jacob Do A1. Uh, make sure you support us on the Patreon. One dollar uh, will get you a bonus episode every single week. And this week is no exception. It's starting to be become a thing that the Patreon episodes are usually better than the actual episodes every week. So yeah. um, if you enjoy these podcasts, I highly recommend going to patreon.com slash art and Jacob do America and signing up, you know, just, just the $1 tier. You don't have to be a super badass and, you know, subscribe to the $5, $10, $15, $20 tier. You can, you get more stuff that way. But if you just want to listen to podcasts, um, and getting better versions of us. Uh, just go there, sign up for $1, and you'll get a bonus episode every single week. Last week you got two because I forgot to post one uh, the week before that, but that's a rare occurrence, which never usually happens. Uh, make sure if you want to get some of our merch, uh, go to tpublic.com, uh, search for Art and Jacob Do America, and we got three designs up there. Hopefully we should have some more. Yeah, man, we got to do something for the new year, man. I feel like after the, uh, was it 300 episodes we did? Two. 200 episodes? 
Yeah, we gotta do something new, some fresh. Yeah, some funky fresh. Maybe we'll get an Alex Jones one on since I failed to get the other one on there. So, um, with that said, uh, we are members of the Podbelly Network, uh, where you can check out other great podcasts, such as our homies at Sofa King Podcast, uh, where you can get it's a very similar podcast to us. Uh, there's also Robots for Eyes, as well as Nerds on Topic. So, um, shout out to all of those podcasts. Uh, but with that said, Art, I ain't got nothing else. I am starving. Me too, man. It's time to look up some uh, Jessa Rhodes uh, art. Literally, as soon as I opened up my Instagram right now, April O'Neil was the first thing on there. So Dude, shout out April O'Neil. That is like, Synchronicity, which was like tier five I on know, the list. Man. <laughs> <laughs> but with that said, everybody, have a super good night. Good night. Bill Gates up there that little chicken neck. You know how he walks like, ah, like a demonic elf. Hey, Bill Gates. And Angelina Jolie going, ah, children. I am Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm Piz Morgan. Ever seen a Choweny? My name's Glenn Beck. That's Hillary. Hold on, I'm Gary Johnson. Hi, this is Barack Obama without my teleprompter. I was raised by the Ford Foundation and Carnegie Endowment. Welcome to McDonald's. May I help you? I'm Benny Sanders. Chris Hazel's glasses, like he's a little smart. Like, Rachel Meadow. Thank you, Satan, for all your love. Signed, Cheryl Sandberg. Job of the Hut. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I'm the amazing Randy. I am Optimus Prime. I am William F. Buckley of the Central Intelligence Agency, here to control and steer the conservative movement into the sewer line. And the establishment says, Kambuga Shaka Munda, Kunga Kingo, Buga Laka Bluga Black, Black, Black. No one can do it better like this, that, and this, and uh, it's like that, and like this, and like that, and uh, it's like this. Then who gives a fuck about those? So just chill to the next episode.